Hey friends, it's a tough time to be a comedian right now. Evelyn and I, we had all our shows for the next two months completely cancelled. So if you have a few bucks you can spare each month, please consider supporting our Patreon or buy some podcast merch from the store. All the links will be in the show notes and also on our website, ricetomeetyoupod.com. Please take a screenshot of your podcast app right now and share it to your Instagram stories. Tell people about us and tag us in them. And now, on with the show. This guy I know who owns just nail shops, right? He's a Vietnamese guy. He came to his wedding. He landed with his wife in a helicopter. I mean, if it's a Vietnamese wedding, I wouldn't do that because it would get a lot of people PTSD from the war. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Rise to Meet You, a comedy podcast about Asian culture. I'm your host, Nigel Ung. And I'm your co-host, Evelyn Mock. Who's our guest today, Evelyn? It's Michael Trump! Yay! Hello, Hello everybody. Hello. We have two Asian <laughs> uncles on the podcast for the very first time. Two, I mean, you guys just geeked out about the equipment. Because, Michael, you have a podcast of your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plug yeah. it now, plug it now, baby. Uh, um, I have a podcast. It's called Respect the Mic Podcast. <laughs> I run it with my friend Michael Lamb, and I'm called Michael. So it's like Michael Squared mass for you um but yeah it's about uh highlighting kind of asian topics and asian talent uh especially within the uk but you know we'll we'll, we'll talk about topics all around the world yes. yes and you guys nigel and michael just like got into the equipment just hey. from the get-go we're both very aroused by this <laughs> i can really feel it baby oh <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard Nigel singing yesterday because yeah. I was listening podcast. back to your podcast. I was oh, like, thank you. wow. I kind of wet myself. Oh, thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you very what? much. Wow. Oh my gosh. This is like a, am I like just like a chaperone for you guys hooking up? Yeah, you yeah. just got to make sure it's consensual. I found, my, I found Michael on Grinder. I asked him if you want to do the pod in my room. <laughs> Legit. That's pretty much how it started. But, but you know, uh, the app, maybe not Grinder. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm going to film two guys, one cup later. <laughs> I'm going to have to operate the camera. Yes. Wow. I mean, thank you for staying, Evelyn. <laughs> Most people would opt to leave. Evelyn's into some weird shit. I just want to have friends. I just want to be part of it. I mean, produced by Evelyn Mock. I, I'm here. I'm now your friend. Thank you. I mean, if you'll accept me. Yes, I will, Michael. That was so funny. When you came, I was like, oh, are you uh, from Hong Kong? And you were like, no, I'm Vietnamese. Wa <laughs> That means, just, uh, what do you, you translate Hua Chao in, into Over English? the bridge. No, it means like, like a Chinese, Born Chinese, Chinese ethnicity. Yeah, but that's living gone in a over different the place. bridge. Yeah. Diaspora. Over the bridge, yeah. Chinese diaspora. Yeah, good, yeah. good word. I mean, that's but, what I understand of it. <laughs> You do a lot of editing in your in your podcast. No, it's, oh, I it, can tell. It's so, <laughs> it is all burn. Wow, burn. Wow. Okay. You've already used two. I love it. Hey, listen, we'll use as many as is needed. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a it's more of a radio show now. I know, right? It's, it's, like a morning radio DJ thing. Yeah, we should do. You should do this. You should you should call like the Rise to Meet You Radio. Yeah, so, I'll start a radio station. Yeah, nice to meet you. Radio show every mo- Monday morning. Every morning mm. on your commute, just blast it over the radio. <laughs> Rise to meet you. Especially while coronavirus <laughs> is such a big thing. Especially. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we want more attention. So you are an actor, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> yeah, I am an actor. Uh, 
yeah how long have you been an Change actor it up. all right so professionally i guess two or three years but uh, you know i've been an actor i think my whole life wow you're constantly lying on a daily basis you know? <laughs> That's, that requires acting skills is that that's like true. your definition of an actor? It's just a professional liar. Well, I think that's what it is, right? You're on yeah. camera and you're trying to pretend to be somebody else. But yeah, in the back of my mind, there's just Michael in the back going, look, I'm an actor. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, my, that's what my parents think I'm doing. I want like a meme of that. <laughs> I want a sound bite of that. We record that as a sound effect. You can, you can utilize me as much as you like. I'm just happy to be in the company of so many east asians finally someone started something you know I, I think we need to know more about you guys in the uk because before you reached out to me like i've never heard of you guys so i think it's just it's beautiful that we're actually you know collaborating like this thanks yeah. I, I agree you're just connecting on everybody's dark wavelength <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you talked about taking ayahuasca on, on the show yeah. yeah that was interesting man oh thank you yeah. thank you more asians need to do drugs <laughs> That's the problem. We talk about Asian representation in media. What about Asian representation in like class A drugs <laughs> and narcotics? But they can't because if you do that in Asia, you'll get a life sentence without a chance of getting out. That's like why in we Thailand move here. That's why we move here. In the Western world, nobody cares. I think drugs are a great idea. That's why I think when people say it's more important to be happy mm. than making a lot of money, I disagree. With money, you can buy antidepressants. <laughs> There's no drug out there that can increase your bank balance. Uh, right? But we are Asian. <laughs> we are all about balance. <laughs> you know the town symbol, dark light. <laughs> when there's darkness, there's light. In the light, there's shadow. <laughs> we have Shaolin Master here, Michael Trong. Welcome back to the real world, Mike. How's the last seven years in the monastery? Uh, it's been amazing. I learned, you know, I shaved my hair, so now I'm growing it. I don't know where I developed this English accent. <laughs> The lead, the lead Shaolin monk is English. <laughs> this is how Nigel funds the podcast. Yeah, yeah I sell yeah. drugs. <laughs> he has a burner. He's a Walt White. Walter White. Walter White. We're yeah. Breaking Bad. I yeah. prefer to be Walter Wong. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's Walter Wong. Some Asian river. <laughs> Asian Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> I said I don't want trouble. <laughs> I would Walter Wong sell drugs. Uh, no, no, I mean he starts his career though selling DVDs, man. Yeah. You got that's the come we up. We put like we put like cocaine packets in a DVD sleeve. Streaming <laughs> fucked our yeah. business up. You want Spider Man? You want Spider Man? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even lie. I used to sell DVDs in Hackney Market. Really? Oh, yeah, serious? like shit. Like, like yeah. When was this? This was back maybe. What? Uh, 20 years ago almost. 20 How old eight. are you? I'm 30. You're 30? Yeah. So at 10, when you were 10. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. With my mom, yeah. Oh my gosh. Pirated. Of yeah, pirated. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, you're, not, you're gonna, <laughs> gonna buy original DVDs. <laughs> we knew a guy. We knew a guy from China and he was getting them in and he was obviously working with my mom like in the day job but then like on the weekend we go hack the markets and sell some DVDs. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we got... very common in Asia. Yeah, yeah. We got caught. We, we got chucked in the back of a police van. No. He dropped me home. My mom was in the cell for like a night. It was mud. Business was good back then, right? Yeah. Wow. It was crazy. I mean, streaming again. Yeah. It fucked us over, man. Fuck you, streaming. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not. It's not a good career, honestly. Do you ever work in a nail salon, Mike? You would uh, be perfect for it. 
you know what? They make a shit ton of money. They do. Yes. Asians will never do anything unless it makes a shit ton of money. Yeah, that's true. Fuck ton. This this guy I know who owns just nail shops, right? He's a Vietnamese guy. He came to his wedding. He landed with his wife in a helicopter. I mean, if it's a Vietnamese wedding, I wouldn't do that because it would get a lot of people PTSD from the war. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's darkness. Darkness. I, I feel like I deserve that. Yeah, you deserve that. <laughs> because she is dark. I see it in her, man. Evelyn has some darkness in her soul. Mm. You know, of she, course. She, she just came out on the podcast on the Jason Kwan episode. Oh, yeah. And now, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and so her parents have disowned her now. <laughs> oh, is that the update? Yeah. No, no, they haven't. Uh... <laughs> They, they don't know yet. yet. They're still getting over the fact that she's a comedian. Yeah, that's Don't awesome. throw bisexual on them yeah, just yet. <laughs> Let them get over comedian first. It's like, oh, double trouble. Uh, I mean, it's like an avalanche afterwards. The yeah. bad news. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> we come again. Why could it be like this? It's dark. So this is really dark. You grew up in London, right? Yeah, my entire life. Oh, yeah. And uh. what Asian countries have you been to? Thailand most <laughs> often probably like five or six times in the past three years so white to party so white well yeah a lot of, uh, no actually a lot of my friends had stag dudes there and then of course one of to my party and yeah. one of my mates just got married to a Thai girl as well so oh. we were there for his wedding oh nice yeah I saw your insta stories yeah, yeah, yeah it was beautiful um maybe not my face though I'm, I'm really going for a change right now with this hair so i, I really what's going on yeah what are you trying to do what are you trying to get <laughs> That too. So my issue was that with my other hair is that I look too young and everything I do, uh, I still look like 19. Yeah, you look younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I want to look older. So Get a yeah. perm. Get a Korean perm. I was thinking about, you know, because I heard that you could turn Chinese hair into afro now. What? Oh. And you ain't seen that, that, that video of... Uh, it's doable. Uh, yeah, a Chinese guy. And he just, uh, he's in the, whatever, the salon and he's doing his hair and he comes out with afro. Oh, that feels like a lot of cultural appropriation. <laughs> feels problematic. But at the same time, very impressive that they managed to make Chinese hair curl into an afro because Chinese hair is virtually unmanageable. I mean, yeah, I agree totally. But you know what? It would just be so cool, a Chinese guy with an afro. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, do I it. Know. Give uh, me something to talk about at parties. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you know, who needs a personality? We can have an afro <laughs> and be Chinese. That's right. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if this is true, but I believe, you know, we originated from the same continent, man. We all used to be one color. <laughs> You're starting to sound gammony. Is um, that is that your justification for getting an afro? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> uh, fuck it. You know what? You, we, we, all, we all the same inside, man. We all the same inside, man. So what if I, I, I look like other people on the outside? All the lives matter. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yellow power. <laughs> I mean, all lives power. <clears throat> Hey man, there's a real there's a real issue going on right now, you know, coronavirus. What was I? I watched this documentary on Netflix called Explained, and they did an episode about pandemics. And they were saying like the last few pandemics have come out from China because in China there are wet markets, and at the wet market there's just a lot of different animals being sold. And so if there are animals that are ill, those viruses will find each other and mate or whatever, and then become the super virus and then just spread. And viruses corona. gotta have sex too, man. Yeah, yeah, viruses. Yeah. To get laid. <laughs> this is the spawn of their children. Hey, what's um, up, girl? What are you? HIV? Oh, I'm Corona. Nice to meet you. 
Whoa, that sounds like a mixture for a disaster. Yeah. That's my that's new Pornhub. If you Google coronavirus, you see a spin-off. Virus porn? Yeah, virus porn. How would that look? It's like under a microscope. Yeah. They just go into each other like whoop. One Whoop. would eat the other. Whoop. It reminds me of some weird Japanese movies I've seen. Yeah, Japanese porn is weird. Well, <laughs> you sell those DVDs, just, right? Just, just movies. <laughs> just not even porn. Their porn's on another level. Did you sell porn DVDs? Yes, but I wasn't allowed to look at them. I was allowed to sell them. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they good? Is it all the Asian stuff or Western stuff as it, well? It was like uh, a lot of Asians, like Asian girls and then like other guys. Oh, okay. I see. Because nobody, no, nobody in the porn game, there aren't really many yellows. No. Well, there's Japanese. There I mean, yellow yellows. men. Yellow men. Japanese stuff is all Asian. I mean, we would disregard. I mean, in the like the the main market, oh, you know, okay. where it's the like Western oh, the Western, Western market. market. Like yeah. everybody's like. Um, I, anyway, people into some weird shit. Man. <laughs> we need a, a an Asian male porn star. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I think Nigel could do that, man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pay it. Fuck it. <laughs> I want to see this yes. finally happening. I just want his time to then use that and record him. Yeah, and make the point. Not with me in it. I don't <laughs> starring him, not me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make it work. Let's talk after Mike. Business deals. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hug you. You know. No, don't don't start touching each other. It'll yeah. get out of hand. <laughs> Then It'll Nigel looked at me yeah. in such a way. He was like, hmm, maybe, maybe when Evelyn's not looking. Yeah, the people will just hear like me slamming the door as I walk out. <laughs> Next week, it's going to be Rice to Meet You podcast with Nigel Ong and Michael Trong. <laughs> or or, or, or the spawn Evelyn? of our child. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Evelyn Mock? Who's Evelyn Mock? There was uh, never an Evelyn Mock. Creative differences. <laughs> That's what I love about this, this podcast, right? Because Nigel is just so amazingly crazy and then you have like a very uh calm demeanor how am i crazy i, I just call people out on their bullshit yeah but I, I think you fantasize a, a lot as well you take it to which which i enjoy by the way you take it to its absolute extreme yeah and um you wonder you let us wonder like how crazy life could be <laughs> yeah that that's what a com comedian does you know you push a premise forward with logic an incision. I just take something, an idea, and push it to its logical conclusion, and it usually ends up in a dark or fucked up place. <laughs> yeah, such is life. Yeah. You are very literal, Nigel, I will say. Like, Where I got literal. <laughs> <laughs> I do a Malaysian accent sometimes. I, I enjoy it. Like, I, I listen to try and learn a Malaysian accent. I can't do that. Can you do, do you, a Vietnamese what accent? What accent do you do? I can do the Vietnamese I said no problem. <laughs> okay. I can also do the Chinese accent, oh, but, but yeah. I'm not sure what Chinese it is. When you audition for white people, they can't tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. They just want to give an Asian accent, any any yeah. Asian accent. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll turn up and I'm like, yes, very good, yar. This is my accent, yar, okay? And they're like, yes, yeah, spot on. Yeah. Is that, is, what, what region of China is that from? <laughs> uh, the one close to Russia. <laughs> I'm the worst, though. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm what we call a banana. So yes. yellow outside, white inside. You speak a little bit Me of too. canto. Me I heard too. I heard you speak canto. Yeah, but between all of my friends and my circle of friends, I'm the worst. Oh. Oh. They say like my accent's horrible. Don't know what you're saying. My inflection's always wrong. The, the tonation. Yeah, I, I agree with them. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a rift in the uh, romance between Michael and Nigel now. It's not Asian enough. <laughs> I'm going to shift my seat closer to Nigel. 
<laughs> I think this is the dirtiest episode we've recorded. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, actually, but you know, it's good. It's fun. I like it. Yeah. I, I, you know, this is just because of the company that I keep. You know, <laughs> it's just you guys. Because I'm never like this at home. Oh, really? Yeah, you know. <laughs> How many siblings do you have? I have an older brother, younger brother, and younger sister. Wow, so four middle child. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm second oldest. And do you still mm. live with your parents? No, I left them when I was 18. I was like, oh, the, wow. I was like the first to to move out and get away. But I'm also the the I one of the closest with my parents. Well, my mum sees me as the favorite. Oh. Why? Why? You're an actor. You're, you're... Yeah, which is really weird. But I think it's because um, traumatic history past. I when I was eight, I got run over by a car. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know that that definitely tell us more. Oh my gosh! I can just bring that up. How <laughs> that happened? No, but um, yeah, I mean it was a minor thing. You know, you're a kid, you run across the road, car hits you, bada bing, bada boom. You know, but I think that was like traumatic for my mum. So yeah. she always like sees me as her baby. Yeah, and, yeah. But I, I'm a mummy's boy, man. I still, I, you know, I kiss my mum on the cheek still. But all my other siblings don't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a mummy's nice. boy, man. Family is important to Asian people. Yeah, it is very important. Like that relationship with your mom is. Uh... I th- yeah, Oof. I mean, what well, you you know what? I think as we go older, we really realize what they were saying, and you know when they were like, "Oh, you only realize when you're when you're older." Yeah, and how hard we have to work and da da da. And, and as I got older, I was kind of more appreciative of of the struggles that they have to go through, and then so yeah, I was just softer and nicer. But my mum's evolved as well. Like yeah. she she don't beat me or or, or nothing. <laughs> Obviously, you know I'm a bigger boy now, but she like that left her. That behavior left her as well. After um, you got run over by a car. Yeah. No, no, no. He's I was still getting hit enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was still getting beats after then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah proper I'm gonna Asian. finish what the car started. <laughs> <laughs> you never got. Did you guys get beat by your parents? Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> That made me feel really soft inside and warm. <laughs> oh, when we just went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was something that we really, you know, share. We relate. Yeah. We've all been beaten by our parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine that in a club toilet, though? Like, Japan toilets, yeah, that would work out. But in a club toilet, they're <laughs> filthy. <laughs> Nobody poops in a club toilet. I have. <laughs> I, I will layer the toilet. And but EDM makes you want to... On wanna... a night out? I mean, if my intestines say, hey, it needs to go, it needs to the, go. I go home. <laughs> I don't poop in a club toilet. I hold it. I get an Uber and I shit in the Uber and pay the 50 pound fine. I'd rather do that <laughs> than shit in a club toilet. Shit in an Uber. Asian oh. squat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit in the sink. I, I think you can shit in an Uber. Oh. It's only 50 pound fine, right? You can throw up in an Uber as a 50 pound fine. So throwing up and pooping, same thing. I mean, pooping is... I mean, just much that's more. just so deep, man. Yeah. That's somebody's car. Maybe they have their family in there. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Why does this smell like shit? Well, so throwing up is okay. It's easier to clean out. Yeah. Poop can be tidy if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, but what if what if it's liquid? Oh, then, then, then it becomes like vomit. Then it's the same thing. Oh, vomit is liquid too. I don't see why I'm wrong here. <laughs> what What's more it's... hygienic though? I mean, of the yeah, two. Exactly. I mean, it's more respectful to puke than poop in a public space. Okay. Well, I'm not a scientist. We will ask the scientist this. We'll ask an Uber driver, would you rather... Yeah. Would you rather somebody puke or poop? We should get an Uber poop? driver. Yeah. If anybody out there is driving an Uber, let us know. Yeah. Would you rather have a puke or a poop? Or grab. Grab. If you're in Asia, yeah. yeah. Or lift. What if you poop on a grab motorcycle? <laughs> it was just flying in the road. No, you would just like stand up and take down your pants and poop out in the street. 
Yeah, but imagine it's just a solid, you know, turd, like a sea cucumber, like just landing on someone's windscreen. I saw this meme. I saw this meme of these two little kids. One is like behind the other. And then the one behind the other is just looking at their sibling. And the sibling just takes down its pants and then just like squirts out diarrhea. And it lands on the one that's looking. And it's so, so gross, but so funny. The kids were Asian. I love Asian kids, man. They're fucking weird. (laughs) They do the dumbest shit. Yeah, hey, we were talking about acting, right? Like, yeah. you guys should just check out my. Have you seen the show? What? Well, the, I've seen a little that, of it. Show, yeah. like, so, there's a show I've got on YouTube. Well, it's finished now um, called The Corner Shop Show. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen it. It's amazing. Tell <laughs> us more, Mike. Uh, well, it's a show about a South Asian kid who's been left in charge of his dad's corner shop. It's based on that idea of the UK's local corner shop is usually run by a South Asian guy from, yeah. from South Asia. So he's usually like really, really fresh. We just made a spin on it, like a Harold and Kumar kind of spin. So I come in and I am this fresh off the boat Chinese guy. And my mate Isla, he plays Malik. And it's just a story that just revolves around the high street, the jokes and the madness that happens on the high street. And yeah, we, we just identify some issues that are going on in the UK, like gentrification and like, knife crime. and Yeah, and it's, it's very popular. You've got a big YouTube channel, a big following there. It's all right. Yeah, it's decent. We're no like KSI or YouTuber. We just use YouTube as a platform to put something out because we just wanted to create stuff. Is that how it came about? You're like, oh, we just don't see anything like this. So we're just going to make it. Well, early for me, it was just me. I wanted to, to get into acting. I wanted to be in a show. You know, I want to pursue that as a career. I'd met Isla years before and he did another show. And those actors are like Hollywood actors now. And so he'd used the same formula, but he hit me up like five years after we met. We saw that the dynamic really, really worked. And then we just wanted to create something that the family could watch together nowadays. Because nowadays, like we're watching things on our own a lot. It's really trying to everybody together, like back in the old days. I don't know if you guys ever saw Goodness Gracious Me. I've heard about it. Yeah, it was just a British show. Yeah, it was a British show, but it was like really South Asian. Um, but everybody could watch it. Like if you were if you were South Asian, you would relate more. But if you weren't, if you were white, you were black, you would still find it funny because it was hilarious. And and we just try to have that same formula and just make something for the family to watch in it. It's great. That's great. Yeah, and it's going doing well. And um, yeah, it's it's good. Well produced. I haven't seen too much of it, but I'll check it out. But you know, it in your own time, it's it's really it is a series that you can watch. Um, you know, whenever you could, you could binge it. Um, and it starts off really, really short. And then we got really crazy and we were like, ah, oh, you know, we could do absolutely anything we want with the show. You know, we don't have any producers or any big backing. So we just, yeah, fuck it. Let's make a film. And then we made another film. And then after that, we were like, yeah, we really need to get paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But- so how did you guys get that together? Because with, I presume, no budget or very low budget. Yeah, no, d- no budget, no budget. No budget. We worked off a lot of favors, a lot of favors. And uh, I guess it's just meeting people in the business who are passionate about it and selling that idea to them and saying, hey, look, it's got traction. We've got an audience, so it can be beneficial to you. Uh, you know, we can try and provide you some food, but we ain't getting paid out of this either. People seem to think we're rich, though. Fucking broke. <laughs> it's okay. We all start somewhere. I think the good thing is you started your own thing. Yeah. And that's important nowadays because the means of production is so cheap now. Getting a camera is cheap. Getting a mic is cheap, right? Everybody should be doing their own thing as a creator. And if you don't want to be broke, you can always start a Patreon, which we have by the way. So if you listen to Michael's harrowing story about being a starving artist and you want us to avoid the same fate, patreon.com slash rise to meet you pod. If you are alone and you want some companionship, we'll have a new Patreon tier for you. $500 a month. You get to go on a date with me. 
Oh my wow. God. Who, who pays for dinner? Exactly. Who pays for dinner? The counterparty, not me. So 500 to go on a date with you. 500 just for my time. And then they still have to pay for the date. And yeah. Fuck, you know, you princess. She'll do it for free. I charge 500. She'll do it for free? <laughs> what about you're going to make me an unsuccessful prostitute? Pimp. <laughs> The worst a prostitute with no standards. Yes. All right, I take that back. <laughs> I have trained in comedy for nine years. I've ruined many relationships along the way. I've given out my family and friends. $500 a month is reasonable. Okay, so what are you going to give on the date? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can answer that. <laughs> a life long of comedy. Yes. <laughs> Looks fade, but funny doesn't. My looks don't fade, man. I'm going to get plastic surgery. Shit. <laughs> You're going to end up looking like Joan Rivers. Just pulled back. <laughs> Don't do it, man. Don't do it. So are you telling me that for 500 a month, that's what you're going to use the money on? Maybe. You're seeking an arrangement via the podcast. Is that bad? I thought it's 2020. We are supposed to be <laughs> empowered to do whatever we want. It's starting to sound like a business. My body, my decisions. <laughs> Your body decisions. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, right? You look absolutely <laughs> Michael. fantastic. Like, oh, thanks, Mike. Like he's in good shape. Yeah, he's he's pretty well kempt. <laughs> Just Hey, sex sells. I want to know what the listener will get if they pay you 500 a month. They have to see you at least my charm, every month. My abs. Your charm and abs. Yeah, that's enough. $500 a month. Abs are overrated, man. Yeah, uh, exactly. Then charm and humor. Dad bods. They're in. Dad bods are in. I, I feel like women are way more attracted to dad bods. Yes, because they're attracted to stability and a man who will take care of their family. Is that like an Asian thing though? Because like obviously in, probably just back in Asia, thing. if you're fat, it's like you've got the money to feed yourself. Oh, That's yeah. true. Back in Asia, if you have abs, they think you're a child soldier or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so reversed. Yeah. It's like here, it's like the more tanned you are, it's like the more rich you are, right? Yeah. Or, or you're perceived in a better way. But back home, you all want to be whiter. Yeah, you want to be lighter and fairer. We bleach our skin. So asshole. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Do my asshole. <laughs> I think we're providing value, mm. and this money allows us to continue making this. It's true. So you got to think about it like that. I, I agree. Change your mind. Change your mindset, bro. Everything. I agree with that totally. Yeah. Because happiness is a mindset, man. It wow. is. Yeah. <laughs> I, it happiness is, bro. Is a That's mindset. true. A everything. Everything is how you perceive it, isn't it? That's yeah. true. That's why. Who needs therapy? Just change your mindset. That's what Michael's saying. Well, because we're Asian, man. We don't do therapy. <laughs> Can you imagine? I, I just couldn't ever see my family rolling into like family therapy. I like, know. <laughs> yeah, me neither. We would be punching each other up. They would get aggressive towards the therapist. Yeah. yeah. We'd be like, why are we paying you £1,000? Huh? <laughs> yeah. You pay me. Yeah. yeah it's and entertainment for you. <laughs> Your family very good, is it? Why are we paying you? How's your family? And then in, through that, gagging up on the therapist, they would get closer. <laughs> wow. Therapy. Amazing. You should do it, guys, now. Are you seeing anyone right now, Michael? Yeah, Relation yeah. status. Yeah, yeah. I'm White black. or yellow? She, she black. Black. Yes. Yay! Black and yellow. Black and yellow. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what the is. Black and yellow. <laughs> um, yeah, she's well. She identifies with being black, but she's a mix of like Singaporean, Argentinian, Jamaican, and Asian Caribbean as well. Wow, so she's a major mix. But yeah, she identifies with being black. Her whole family, like black Jamaican. I mean, if you could identify as being black, why wouldn't you? Hundred percent. Right? I, I mean, there are people who do, and they're not even black. They're white and people they're not, who want yes. to be black. So yes, and that's very if you problematic. Have any trace of blackness in you? Identify as black, <laughs> please. 
But they have their own type of issues because the black community don't see them as black when they don't look fully, you know, yeah, like everybody else. That's with every like mixed person. We're all going to be like coffee colored in like 100 years time, man. Yeah, that's uh, nice. mixed. Not if, I, not if I have a say in it. <laughs> Keep my bloodline pure. Wow. So if a Malaysian Chinese person hit me up, slide to my DMs. <laughs> Nigel Hitler Ung. Hey, hey, hey. I'm not about genocide. I'm I'm just about having I want my children to grow up feeling like they belong. He was all my goal. Hitler wasn't about genocide officially. Genocide was just a symptom of what he <laughs> He stood I for. Hey, I, I just want my kids to be happy. That's it. Why do you bring it to Hitler all the time, Evelyn? <laughs> Happiness is a mindset, bro. Hey, hey. <laughs> come is, on. What is this episode? Come on. I just don't know what's going on. All right, let me, let, me, let me just put it out there, right? Like We are a level, I think it's 0.7 or 0.8 civilization. We're not even level one yet because we are divided. This is like space and science and right. So if we were to unify as one race, we would become a level one civilization. We could start working on actually space travel further than our solar system. Oh my God. So you believe in like extra... Extraterrestrial life forms. Extraterrestrial life forms. Yeah. Come on, it must be, man. The universe is endless. Okay. So tell us more about this theory. I mean, I'm not an expert, but... I watch a lot of videos, man. YouTube's my, you know, I'm yeah, an internet man. nerd. I'm a flat earther. Let's talk about it. I mean, You're not a flat earther. Stop no, it. No, nah, man, in the plane, man. You see the curve of Chubb, man. <laughs> We're it's a conspiracy. It the government's putting up a green screen <laughs> to make you think the earth is round, but it's not. The sky is actually green, and then they just green screen it blue. Yeah. No, but <laughs> they, they, put, they cover the plane's windows with the green screen, so you think you're seeing the earth, but it's not. Common man, like in terms of like life forms <laughs> out there, there must be something, right? I, I, agree, I agree. There must be I, something. I tend to believe in that more than like religion. I have seen some people who look so weird <laughs> that I'm like, there must be an extraterrestrial life form. <laughs> you cannot possibly just be a hundred percent human. There must be some alien blood in there. What's his name? Um, the guy from Alibaba. Who? Jack Ma, Jack Ma. Jack Ma looks like an alien. Yeah. What? But he's Who? one of the smartest, richest guys in the world right now. Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba. Oh, he no, he doesn't. He looks fairly okay. Stop trying to quote unquote. Nah, like, no, no, definitely. PC. He's weird as yeah, hell. Yeah, like okay. Michael's pulling up right now. That's a good face. That's a. So you calling this guy handsome? I mean, he's not handsome, but he looks fine. Nah, man, he looks alien esque. <laughs> I can't believe I'm looking at photos of this guy. So do you guys believe in like lizard people and everything as well? I mean, I don't know how far I take this, but what's more scary for me is if I believe that we are the only life forms in the entire universe. Okay, why is that more scary? It feels empty. There is nothing else out here. This is the life. That's it. Personally, I think that one of the biggest struggles in life for a human emotionally and intellectually is to accept the fact that there is no point. Yeah. I think that that's one of the biggest struggles for people. I'm going to go home and kill myself now. Listen, (laughs) I don't know where this nihilistic talk came from, but... (laughs) Evelyn's going to bum the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> there is this no is, meaning to life. This I'm is bisexual. Savage. <laughs> 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 the chemistry in the show is unbelievable. You've caught us on a weird day. I love it. I love it. Well, because Michael just sits back and lets us go. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, I'm here to just, you know, really plug my podcast. Don't blow it out of proportion, mate. You're just an actor. Just calm calm your tits. Uh, You can have dreams and aspirations. Yes, you can. What do you dream for? I don't dream for anything. I just like doing shows. (laughs) 
Do you want to do it like 60,000 people in a football stadium like, like Kevin Hart? I waking up, drinking coffee, and then do stand-up yeah. on the weekends. I do my videos. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What is that supposed to be? Robot me? I think it's beautiful, though. You really have this image of just being so resilient and strong and like nothing beats you down, man. So it's nothing. Really, yeah. yeah. So I really take upon that. That week my wife left, <laughs> I was shooting a video on the Sunday. Fucking hell. Evelyn was shooting I, it for me. I shot me. that video for him. And I said to him, I was like, Nigel, you know what? I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. No suicidal thoughts. Because he doesn't give a shit. Because <laughs> I'm impenetrable. I'm made of steel. He's like the Great Wall. I'm like Rocky in Rocky IV. <laughs> Russians can punch me as much as she wants. The German woman can punch me as much as she wants. I'm standing up. It's not about how hard you get hit. Yeah, it's about how many hits you can take and stand up again. Oh my god, you guys are so This is a bromance happening right now. It really is. Oh my god, what is happening? Let's hit the gym and get swole, bro. Oh man. I'm, yeah, protein I'm, shakes and pussy, man. Yeah. I'm envious of you. I just want to be dench. <laughs> I've lost so much weight. You can clearly oh. tell we're not bros by what we just, our impression of cool alpha male type people. You're Asian bros? Oh uh, yeah, they, they exist, right? Asian yeah, bros. they exist. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. What are, are they the ones in the Balenciaga shoes with the, with no, the no, colored no, no. hair? They're, they're like, tank tops and yeah, then mus yeah, muscly, muscly oh, bros. Oh shit. Just like, oh. Uh, your type, Evelyn. Go for My it. type. 100. Yeah. Yeah, I want a Chinese John Cena. Why do you not like any Asian people, Evelyn? I, I feel like a lot Asian of self-hatred. Self Let me see, who me. do I like? I like the guy who's in that Korean TV show called Kingdom. The oh. one who plays the prince. Yeah, but he's an actor. He's, gonna, he's on big screen. Like, man's obviously going to be hot. Yeah, I know. He's yeah. obviously going to be sexy. <laughs> do you feel that's going to be a stumbling block for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I say this to myself. I mean, I'm an average looking person. I get by on my funny. You're a good looking guy. See, that's what people say. That's They what say his with mom a, says. a certain tone. Yeah. <laughs> You're and it's a like, good looking guy. That's exactly the tone exactly. Michael's talking about. I, and that's what I mean. <laughs> What are you talking about? You know what I mean? It's that high inflection. Yeah. It's like, You're you know, a you, good looking guy. You, you know, people say that. They say it in a higher tone when they're lying. <laughs> I know because I'm an actor. She does it again. Oh, gosh. Hey, Sad times. I agree. I think, I think especially in the UK, looks aren't prioritized as much mm. as if they are in Asia. In Asia, mm. they're harsh on guys' looks. Yeah, they They'll are. They'll be like paparazzi articles, like entertainment newspaper articles about how this celebrity is losing his hair and then they show like just a little bit of thinning and they're like, oh, let's not buy his albums anymore. <laughs> We don't want to hear this hair loss guy singing. Ugh. Hair loss guy. Yeah, Mr. Baldy over here. We can't oh. hear him sing. I mean, I never really aimed at the Asian market because I feel so distant from it. Um, yeah. I, I, I can't really relate as much as you would because you you lived in Malaysia majority. 20 years, yeah, majority yeah. of my life. So then you can actually talk about, you know, the Malaysia of then, not Malaysia 2020. Listen. <laughs> That's I've been taken, pointed out to him before. I've taken the feedback and I've tried to keep in touch with my roots now still. 2020 Malaysia, I'm on point. I have the hot takes. What ha What's happening? Yeah, what's popping off in Malaysia? I'll tell you later. I don't want to tell you. Anyway, it's about the guest today. <laughs> Let it go. Yes. <laughs> Let it go. Can't we'll take a photo hold it back you, Mike. anymore. Oh, yeah, sure. oh, damn. Can we sing? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Those three words. Close the door. <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> What have I stumbled into? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you can hit high nose, boy. Yeah, man. He's very good at singing. Yeah. No, but Asians typically from East Asia have a higher voice. No, mm. we train. We practice a lot. You tr- no, but like, as in your voice is just high. Your normal speaking voice. Oh. Mine is like super. It's, it's trained. I learned oh. how to go past the breaking point. I had a teacher who was coaching our choir and she oh. was like, the breaking point and you really need to go past it. Like me, I don't have it anymore. She started singing. She was like, la, uh. <laughs> Till this day, I'm not sure if she was joking or if she truly thought that she... Was she yeah, she was amazing. And we are like, oh my God. It can happen, man. I think I'm amazing. But some people out there just look at me and like, what the fuck is he on? <laughs> Do you sing? No, I, actually in the movie, I did sing some of the songs, but I'm not a singer. But I've been like practicing. My girl can sing. Oh. So she, she's been helping me do some vocal training and whatnot. Obviously, as an actor, I have multiple jobs. I also like entertain for children and I have to really like shout and obviously singing along to their songs and whatnot. So yeah, it's good practice. Yeah. What do you do to entertain children? DJ, MC, musical statues, you know, all that palaver. Oh my God. Wow. What, what's your DJ name? Captain Fantastic. Yay! So cheesy. It's the name of the company. Right? So Captain we're all. Fantastic. It's not Asian at all. Be like Captain Chopsticks or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that goes down. I mean, kids, I don't want to instill these racist <laughs> ideas in kids early. Like, be like, hey, kids, my name's Captain Chopsticks. Rice to meet you. Rice to meet you. My name is Captain Chasu Pao. Can you imagine these kids going up to like other little Chinese kids and, and be like, hey, Tassel Bao, <laughs> hey, Chopsticks. We are going to be part of the problem. I was just trying to make it out there safer for the generations yeah. to come. That's true. That's Do you true. feel like a responsibility? Do you feel like you're a representative of like Asian culture or Asian people? Of a group, I guess. I think, yeah, I would say I'm representative of the group of BBCs. But then uh. that varies so much. What I'm into, my style, you know, I'm into like hip hop culture. And I'm also like a heavy gamer. So it just varies so differently. And you can't be like, oh, okay, he's a nerd or whatever. Because the lines are, you know, they're blurring these days. So, mm. but yeah, I could definitely be a representation of the, you know, British born Chinese. But I do feel some responsibility to kind of paint us in a picture. Like when I first started with like shop and playing tony who's obviously you know he's got a really really fobby voice like, oh, and there was that thought in the back of my mind like you know am i am i doing worse for the culture for the people but at the same time it's like i'm not out there with that mind frame to be like oh let me paint chinese people in a bad light and mm. nobody's ever you know started cussing chinese people because of me i hope but obviously the character that i play does have many memorable lines which do get repeated to me by a lot of the fans that i meet so it's uh what's one of the lines tell us hey don't worry uh, did you die? But yeah, I stole that one from <laughs> Leslie Chow. <laughs> you know, in Hanover. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I opened for Ken. Yeah, oh, came. Yeah. shit. Yeah. Really, really amazing to meet him. The day his wife left him. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's true. That's true. That was a silver lining, bro. I know. I still, I still crushed it. Women can't touch me. <laughs> yeah. My heart is steel. But men can. <laughs> for 500 pounds. A month. <laughs> you get his time. <laughs> Nigel is seeking arrangement <laughs> of rice to meet you. <laughs> Can you imagine? You just get a slew of DMs now, like, hey, yeah, I'll pay that. Oh my God. What I have I got I... myself into? <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, how do you do with that? I need to raise the price. I need to raise the price until there's only one man left standing. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll auction myself off. Oh, 500, gosh. 500 going once, 
500 going twice, 650, 650 going once, 650 going twice, 700, 700. 700. <laughs> I'm so glad, listeners, that you guys are with us on the journey watching Nigel Owen go from comedian to male gigolo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Entertainment is entertainment. <laughs> we don't judge. Oh, that reminds me. Have you guys seen that Netflix series, um, Don't Fuck With Cats? I haven't seen it no, yet. No, is it good? I've oh, heard about mate. it. Ni- Nigel, uh. <laughs> Go, go watch it. Go watch it. Because it doesn't make sense to you yet because you haven't seen it. But the okay. but the killer, Nigel. Uh... <laughs> Nigel. Uh... Yeah, because the killer, the killer is like he makes money and survives like by being a gigolo or, oh or, or like a male escort. <laughs> so, you know, I see those. I see the similarities there. When I it... love that. I love how you did it. So does the... Nigel. Uh... <laughs> it's Nigel. Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so uh, please don't culturally appropriate uh, your girlfriend on the podcast, <laughs> Michael. I, you know what? I, I I've grown up my life pretty much on like black culture and hip hop culture, and it I, doesn't have a race. I realize in the U.S., most Asians gravitate. Asian-Americans gravitate towards hip-hop culture. My theory is that because the East Asian diaspora wasn't very represented in media, people maybe went towards the black culture and hip-hop culture a bit more because it was there was a small space for it in media. So as like a minority, you probably gravitated towards... Maybe. The, uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Maybe we were just associated with like other minorities and there. Because obviously we don't really have a lot of role models here. Yeah. That are yeah. British and be like, oh yeah, I can as- relate to that. I can aspire to be that. Like I always aspired to be Stephen Chow. Like oh, I, yeah. I grew up watching, watching wow. a lot of his. I was films. just watching Shaolin Soccer yesterday. Sulong oh, Jukar, I love it. Oh, I love it. That guy takes a bottle from his blazer. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch it, Evelyn. Watch the Asian version because the Western version they cut out a lot of oh, good jokes. Really? Yeah, they yeah, cut, out, good they cut jokes. a lot of jokes. I used yeah. to watch that on VCD. I remember my dad had a joke once uh, <laughs> when I was taking the VCD out, and he said, "If you look to the back of the VCD, you'll see an idiot." <laughs> <laughs> Did you look? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Those are just those old dad jokes. Good Asian dad joke, that one. Oh. And then he just stood there and laughed and laughed. <laughs> so mean. I bet he felt well chuffed. He's <laughs> like, yeah. Good job, Simon Ung. <laughs> Shout out. I appreciate it, though. <sighs> my dad shows love by buying me camera equipment. That's, That's amazing. You know, like that, that, that thing. He always texts me like, "Wow! Oh, if you need batteries, don't buy, don't buy batteries yourself. I got extra batteries. Don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it." I mean, that's a dad thing. Like my dad too. He's like, "Oh, do you need an extra battery for your mobile? Yeah. I'll buy you an extra battery." Be on my, be on my, be on my. Yeah. Don't buy it. I really yeah. need to capitalize on my father. What's your yes, father do? Is yeah. he? A, is he a tech geek? He, a gear junkie. He is actually a tech junk. Like he has loads of computers lying about and loads of other tech. But he, his day job is like a material cutter. Like oh he, wow. Oh. Him and my mom, they used to, that was how they survived back here. They had a factory, you know, they just made clothes. And then obviously all the businesses, obviously like sweatshops now in, in <laughs> China and other countries. They're like, we could have stayed at at home. <laughs> yeah, just cheaper labor. So, yeah. you know, now they're not really doing that. Well, my mom has a, works for a bigger company now doing the same thing. But obviously mm. running your own business is a lot more difficult now. Everything's outsourced, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. To cheaper yeah. labor to other Chinese people. <laughs> Definitely. Before you know it, the next rise to meet you will be two Chinese guys because it's cheaper <laughs> than having us. We outsource it. 
<laughs> you just Hello. have an intern running your show. <laughs> yeah. I am Evelyn. <laughs> Some <robot>. My vagina. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's so big. Oh, uh, I sleep around too much. <laughs> That's Evelyn's stand-up, by the way. Have you seen Evelyn's stand-up? <laughs> I have seen some of you, both of your stand-ups. I vagina. I do, I do do research it's on... It's like an Oscar-winning on, film. On people I meet. <laughs> there will be blood. I've been stalking you two. Making sure that you're not killers. Yes, because we invite you to a home address. That's true. It's true. So what do you think of our stand-up? Tell us. Um, I think you're both amazing. Thank yeah. you. Very, Evelyn's very, very dark. And I think you just very, very brash. You talk about things that are very upfront, the elephant in the room. Mm. You just talk about really, really dark things for that you're going through. And I, I think that it's a great share from both. Well, I think stand-up-wise, I'm very similar to how I'm off stage. Like now, I am doing my... It's the same thing. Yeah, same you're stand-up. Yeah. Evelyn maybe is a little bit different. Yes, I am. And I, yeah, but I, I, the thing is, I quite like doing stand up the way that I do stand up because it's kind of like a fantasy. I get it. It's an exaggeration yeah. of who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so you and can who you want to be. disassociate yourself with that persona that you have on stage. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, I, you know, I do talk about some crazy things, but, mm-hmm. you know, actually, you know, the real me is actually a normal human being. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've had producers come up to me and be like, oh my God, I was so afraid of you. They were like, oh, I didn't think you were going to be a nice person because of how you are on stage. I'm like, what? Am I that bad on stage? I'm okay. Just tell them to listen to you on the podcast. Yeah. You you always seem like the calmer, nicer one. And then Nigel just, <laughs> but I like it. It's such a great dynamic, man. We need, yeah, I've, I've become his uh, grounding chaperone. E- Evelyn's getting, getting some aggression in her. Since hanging out with me. <laughs> I am actually. He's becoming a more of a go-getter. I am actually. Yeah. You are the sum of the people, six people, I think it is, that you hang around with the most. Oh, really? Oh, so obviously, no. you're becoming more like Nigel and he's more like you. So. He is becoming more like me. How am I becoming more like you? You prefer hot pot instead of relationships. That's true. I do prefer hot pot over relationships. Yeah. Mm. For so many reasons. Thailand, they got a good one. Shabu. Shabu? Yeah, I so never tried that one. Ooh. Definitely not right now, though, because, you know... I mean, even Chinatown's a ghost town right now, apparently. Is it? No, yeah. it's not. I still had to queue for Koya. Oh, times. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on, the coronavirus is here. Why are you here? <laughs> I want my noodles now. Should have just started coughing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Hupe. So my mom's from Hupe. And oh, I didn't snap. make that connection. Very close. Yeah. Well, Wuhan is the capital of Hupe, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hupe is not a city. Does yeah, your yeah. mom yeah. like eating the, the bat soup there? <laughs> We actually had some bat soup the other day. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, but the video of the person eating bat soup, that's not... The person. Yeah, that's, that's not related. Yeah, related. that's not even in China. That's what blew it up. Yeah. Um. So it's like, calm down. Calm oh. down, uh, Florence, <laughs> Jan- Janice, Peter. These are all white names. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> What's next for you as an actor? What do you want to achieve one day? Um. I, I just want to ha- be able to live off acting and that yet isn't possible because i focus so much time on other things that i do and i really i really strongly believe that is what i want to do man if i die tomorrow i want to make sure that people were happy with my existence in their life i made them laugh you know what i mean i think you already achieved that yeah so please die tomorrow okay (laughs) (laughs) or start i mean kidding 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 
Start doing some stand-ups. Why don't you try some stand-ups? Oh, we got enough competition. Please don't. <laughs> I actually do do a little bit of stand-up here and there, yeah. but I'm less confident with stand-up. Again, you guys are more resilient than I am. Like, Nigel is a fucking... He's the fucking great wall of China, man. Some of the comments that I get, sometimes it eats at me, man. I have to hide in, in my bed and in my duvet and cry for like an hour or two. Yeah, Nigel thrives off of... He yeah. off it. I thrive off hate. Yeah. I, I, I think an Asian-style upbringing, that kind of harshness... Yeah. You can either go two ways. You either raise someone who's insanely mentally strong like me, or you, you make someone completely crumble like Evelyn. So I'm also there with Evelyn. It's a 50-50. Yeah. If you have, you're an Asian parent and you want to raise your kids, 50-50. Some people take it well. Some people don't take it well. So if they don't take it well, please find an alternative parenting solution. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> wow. Such great advice. Oh, gosh. So what do you have uh, coming up next? What's, where should people find you? Um, well, you should go and check out the show that I do, Corner Shop Show. It has finished now. There's an entire series on YouTube, Corner Shop Comedy or the CS Network. Just type any of those in into Google, YouTube, you'll find it. There's a movie there, a 45-minute one, an hour and a half one. Go enjoy yourself. Uh, it's a real family thing. And then, yeah, I have a podcast at Respect the Mic Pod on Instagram. Yes. But yeah, you can check us out. We're on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Apple. YouTube, yeah, you can watch it all there as very, well. Very funny. Go check it out. And mm-hmm. if you start a Patreon, we will support it. I promise. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Maybe, like, you guys will be the only supporters. That's <laughs> <laughs> your parents. No, man. I haven't even told my parents that I have a podcast. Oh, have you? Yeah. yeah, I said I have a radio show. And then they support my Patreon. My parents support my Patreon. That's a smart That's way true. to sell it. Yeah. Well, my shout out to Suhan Tri, who's my best friend who supports our Patreon too. Even though I've told her to stop. <laughs> what? What? Why? Nigel's like, what? This is a two. Why two am I splitting half the money with you, Evelyn? If you're actively sabotaging. No. It's counterproductive. We have, we have a lot of Swedes supporting the Patreon. You have three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's good. three more Swedes than I. You need to get your parents to support it. Uh, my parent, my dad just retired. Well. You can't take his retirement money. You, you yeah. can't assume people's financial situation. <laughs> And they're my parents. I'm very aware. Okay. <laughs> Fine. He's a dog out here. He does not care. Money. No, but he's such a nice man. Rather us than a scammer who's going to scam him our money. <laughs> it's very true. Mm-hmm. I'm not investing. sure what you are yet. He's investing Nigel. in your career, no, I'm Evelyn. kidding. He's investing oh, in your career. They've invested enough. They've invested enough. This is a podcast worth investing in. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the reason my mom has high blood pressure. <laughs> My Wait, career is choices. It genetics? Uh, yeah, it's genetic. Oh, man, it's not your fault, man. But you have siblings, yeah. though, no? So the, yeah, the, they're the great, great hope. My brother, yes, he is very stable. Yeah. A good hope for the family. Um, but if you're Swedish, support us. You guys have dispensable income. That's true. Your <laughs> sandwiches are 15 pounds. You can throw five US dollars for the podcast. Huh? 15 pounds for a sandwich? It, depending on where you go. <laughs> What's in there? Gold? No, it's just a regular tuna sandwich. It's 15 u- pounds. It's usually like seven pounds. Holy fuck. At like a cafe. Holy. Yeah. You must be living good in Sweden. Mm, very well. We why, do very well. Why did you come here? I don't know. <laughs> Stabbing the podcast. Brexit. Terrorist attacks. Find Michael on his social media too. At Michael Mo- H. Truong. H. Michael H. Trong. Yeah, T-R-U-O-N-G. Yes. I should make it easier. People can't spell Trong. English people go T-R-O-U-N-G. Yeah. And I'll never pop up. 
you know what? Do not adapt yourself to these these British people because the future is yellow. We oh. all know. Yes. I've seen Nigel in you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am very influential, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts. Yes. Well, this has been a great episode, Mike. Thanks for coming. Thank yes. You. Thank you. I appreciate it. See you next week, people. Bye. This episode is made possible by the generosity of our patrons. So if you like the podcast, consider supporting us financially and get some bonus content. If you want to shout out our Rice Emperor tier patrons, Aswan Ahmad, Carly Stungo, Chen Yuzhe, Gabriela Bromley, Harry Yarnell, Kerry Leong, Max Biddlecombe, Mariah Bell, Suzhe, and Tom Green. Thank you for your support.